Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, March 5, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Shout out, everyone. Happy Friday. Uh, you know, I've been, I was inspired. You know how I've kind of been slacking on the podcast again. I told you, if you guys message me, I get, uh, I get like a second win. And, uh, thank you to Jay. And also to Caroline, I talked about Caroline's response last episode, but Jay also had a very detailed response regarding the whole Natalie Hart thing, and it was really good. We had a great discussion on Instagram, so I told you, if you message me on the podcast Instagram, I will uh, I will reply to you, Tevez of the best, okay? So what are we talking about today? Do you have content prepared? I have a few things. Okay, no, I lie. Um, I'm just going through Reddit as we talk, but... Exciting news for Friends. Yeah, Friends, the TV show. So I'm reading here on USA Today. Friends fans, rejoice. You won't have to wait much longer to tune into the highly anticipated reunion. Uh, according to David Schwimmer, I think David Schwimmer said that they are already, like he's flying out to LA this month or next month, and they're going to start shooting it. So when asked about the status of the reunion, the show will indeed see the six original stars reunite in person for a one-off TV event and how do I stream the Friends reunion is going to be on HBO Max or Special Agent John <laughs> um, I, I wonder what they're going to do like are they just going to talk well what is the uh, what is the deal with that right and also remember like people were canceling Friends like some people were saying that if Friends came out in this day and age where every, everyone is very sensitive uh, it 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 would be canceled. Like, let me go Google that. Friends, friends, in politically incorrect. Politically, there we go. Here we go. Eleven actually pretty shocking things friends uh couldn't get away with today. This is from Cosmopolitan.com. So take it, whatever. Chandler's transgender father is mislabeled and the butt of jokes. Okay, I get that. Um. Number two, what is number two? Ross doesn't like Ben playing with stereotypical girls' toys. So Ben is the is their son, right? Is his son with uh, I forgot the name of the the, the lesbian couple in the show. Uh, homophobia. There's a long running storyline that Chandler's gay, which can which considering the cast seems to view this as inferior, is the butt of a lot of jokes. Okay, the cast lacks racial diversity. Okay. The program lacks diversity in general. Okay. Monica's weight is a source of mockery. Yeah, like fat shaming. You know, fat Monica. Joey Tribbiani objectifies women. Uh, there's sexism. Gender stereotyping. Joey and Chandler are grossed out by breast milk. And Chandler's anti-feminist treatment of women. Well, there we go. Will friends be canceled when they do the reunion? <laughs> What do you guys think about it? I mean, everyone I know seems to love Friends. Or at least I've never heard anyone say I hate Friends. So, 
I mean, what do you guys think about that? Huh? Should they be canceled? No, they shouldn't. Come on, man. Uh, what else do you have prepared for us, JC? Uh, the NBA. I know you guys don't really care that much about the NBA, but the L- the All-Star game is happening and they drafted the uh, the team. So if you haven't followed in recent years, instead of an Eastern Conference versus a Western Conference, uh, how it used to be like in the, the you know, pre 2000, I forgot when they started doing it. So 20, maybe 2017. So pre 2017, 2018, I forgot when it started. It was just East Coast versus West Coast. So all the te- all the All Stars from the teams on the East versus all the All Stars in the team on the West. But since whatever year it started with LeBron and Steph Curry, they were whoever are the top two vote getters in each conference get to pick the team from the All Stars that the roster of All Stars that were selected by the fans and by the coaches, right? So. The, the draft was today, and LeBron James has a pretty stacked team. He got Giannis Antetokounmpo. He got Steph Curry, Luka Doncic. Like, if you look at it, the team is pretty insane. Uh, Durant's team is, looks pretty good, too. I mean, they got... I mean, it's an all-star team, right? So they're all really good players. So you can't really go wrong. Uh, you can go Google the, the teams, but I think Team LeBron is going to win just because it's fucking Team LeBron, bro. They have... Paul George, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, Jalen Brown, Rudy Gobert, Dame Lillard... Chris Paul, you know, Ben Simmons. It's, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. Durant's team seems to be a lot younger. You know, they have Tatum, Booker. Uh, they have Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson, I'm excited to see him play in an all-star game. I haven't actually caught, uh, haven't had a chance to check him out. I remember talking on the podcast about him when, before he got drafted. This was like, you know, a year ago or more than a year ago. And I was like, look out for this guy. And now he's an all-star. Uh, but I actually haven't followed his gameplay. Uh, he's just uh, he's a freak athlete. He's like really big. Like he's not fat, but when you look at him, he looks heavy. But this guy can fly, man. So you know, as much as I said the All Star Game shouldn't probably have happened because of COVID and whatever, I'm still gonna watch. I, I feel like I'm gonna watch it. Maybe it's a source of entertainment. Yeah, you can go look up the rosters online. All right, what else do we have on here? Okay, see, this is where I've run out of things to do. Last night, by the way, uh, I streamed on Facebook Gaming again, and I got my 300th win in Call of Duty Wars. I'm so happy. I know it's not as much as, you know, like the big, big, really talented streamers who have like literally thousands of wins now. But I got the 300. I'm really happy about it. And um, yeah, man. Okay, let's go look on Reddit movies because there are a lot of movies happening in the near future. Uh, I can't wait for Mortal Kombat. I can't wait for Godzilla vs. Kong. Let's go check out if there's anything new in the world of Reddit r slash movies. Coming to America drops ahead of original. Oh, shit. Is Coming to America the sequel? Coming to, like the number two America Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is it out? Can I watch it? It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, oh my God, it's out. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. I got to go watch it. I'm going to watch that after recording this podcast. Let's see the... I'm sure there's got to be a Rotten Tomato score. Rotten Tomato says 51%. I wasn't expecting much, but I have to watch it, man. I really, I really love the first movie so and the first movie came out in 1988 okay so coming to america is out special agent john 
Be alert. Okay. A Quiet Place 2 has uh, moved up its release date to May 28. Remember, it was supposed to release like March of last year. I really love A Quiet Place. I don't know. If you watch the trailer, I was a little bit skeptical about it. Because if you watch the first movie, there's barely any talking, right? The only talking is when she gives birth and they're in that like little secured shelter bunker thing. But if you look at Quiet Place 2, it looks more of more like an action movie than a thriller movie. So I don't know how they're going to play that off. But I I, I mean, I want to see it's a it's it's I thought I thought it was going to be a another movie set in the same world where, you know, there's monsters that are very sensitive to hearing. But it follows the same family from the first movie. So Emily Blunt and the deaf girl and the son and and the newborn baby. Of course, John Krasinski, if you watch the first movie, spoiler alert, he dies. And so I, I don't know if if uh, Cillian Murphy, who's going to be the new male lead, I guess, in this movie. I don't know what role he's going to play. Cillian? Chillian. Yeah, Cillian Murphy. I mean, I don't know what, what the dynamics going to be. I don't know what his role is. I don't know if he's a good guy or he's a bad guy. But I like Cillian Murphy. I mean, what else is he in? I only really know him in Batman, right? What else is and. I know he's in Peaky Blinders, but I don't watch that show. So, what else is Cillian Murphy in? He is in, in. Oh yeah, that's right. He's in Inception. He's the son. Wait, he's the guy that they're trying to steal from. Like, go into his head. See, he's the he's the heir of the the guy, the main, the the bad. No, no, no. He's the heir of the old guy that they're trying to get the information from. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway. So that's where I know Cillian Murphy. So Quiet Place 2 moves up to May 28. I don't know if they're going to release it in theaters. By the way, theaters are going to be operating at 25% capacity. I think I talked about it on the podcast here. Yeah, I did. I did. I was talking about how the risk of... I found it strange that the risk of playing basketball is less than the risk of going to a movie theater. But you got to trust the experts. Mm. Let's see. John Wick writer adapting script for manga comic called Helsing. Nah, I don't really care about that. Oh my god. Fast and the Furious 9's been postponed. Why, bro? Isn't it done? Fast 9, which was slated to debut over Memorial Day weekend. I don't know when Memorial Day weekend is. Uh, that is May 31. Okay. Has pushed back its release date. Okay, it's just on June. Oh my god. I thought it was going to get pushed to 2022. Because the headline, the headline says F9 postponed for the third time. Minion sequel pushed to 2022. Okay, so it's only the Minion sequel. I can't believe they made a sequel to Minions. What? Minions? I fucking hate Minions. I fucking hate the Minions. Like, they were cool, right? They were cool the first movie. But then their popularity got... I don't know why they're so popular. Like, I, I maybe at, at first... But how can you stand those little fucking yellow shits, bro? <laughs> Oh, man. So, okay. Fast and Furious has only been postponed uh, a month instead of from... Because Memorial Day weekend, I googled it, is May, like end of May. So, it's been postponed just like towards the end of June. All right. That's good news. That is good news. Dude, I really want to find out how Han survived. I really liked Han. And I guess that makes Jason Statham's character likable now because I didn't like... Ha, uh, no, not Hobbs. See Shaw. You know Hobbs and Shaw. Jason Statham plays Shaw. He's the one who's responsible, quote unquote, responsible for killing Han in Tokyo Drift. So you know, or no, not not Tokyo Drift. They don't show it in Tokyo Drift. But in the end credit of 
Fast 6 or Fast 5? No, Fast 6. Fast and Furious 6. They show Jason Sam's the one that killed Han. So you're like, you know, you can't you can't like him because I love Han. But now I guess you can like him again. Okay. What else is there? Oh, the uh, the Golden Globes took place. Let's go. Let's talk a little bit about that because, you know, we're already on the topic of uh, movies. The Golden Globes took place. I know that Black Panther, see, uh, Chadwick Boseman won uh, for Best Supporting Actor. But there are a few movies that I've never heard of. So Best Drama is a movie called Nomadland, which I just discovered when I saw the award. So it stars Frances McDormand. And it's about a woman who leaves home to travel around the American West after losing her job. It looks interesting. I, I like those kind of movies where it shows people kind of breaking away from their, their norm, maybe because of financial means or maybe because they want to be free. You ever see that movie Into the Into the Wild with Emil Hirsch? That movie's so good. You should watch it. It's on Netflix, I, I believe. Let me go check. I'm on my computer right now. Netflix.com slash browse. I'm using Lexi's uh, <laughs> Netflix account. Uh, oh, Ocean's Eleven. <gasps> Ocean's Eleven is on fucking Netflix. I love that movie. And I told you, I've, I've hyped this movie up enough. So if you didn't take the time to Special Agent John Ocean's Eleven when I told you to watch it, now is the time. It's on Netflix. It's on my front page right here. Ocean's Eleven. Such a good movie. Okay, what was I looking for? Into the Wild. Into the Wild. Yep, Into the Wild. It's it's there, man. You should watch it. It's so good. It's about this guy who just packs up and decides to live in the wild. Really good. No spoilers. So go check it out. So Nomadland, just from the synopsis, kind of gives me that vibe. Although not in the wild. It's more she's living in a, like a camper, like a RV. Okay. Borat won Best Musicals or Comedy. Yeah, okay. Chadwick Bo- Oh, sorry. It wasn't Best Supporting Actor. It was Best Actor. Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which is on Netflix. I have yet to see it. It also stars... Um, what's her name? Uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Did she win? Viola Davis did not win for... Was she even nominated? She was nominated for Best Actress, but she lost to Andra Day. In the movie The United States versus Billie Holiday. Never heard of that as well. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen also won for Best Actor in a Comedy. Rosamund Pike, who I've talked about, we've talked about uh, for I Care a Lot, won Best Actress. And you know what? I'm okay with it. It wasn't her fault that the ending of the movie sucked. She was really good in the movie. And TBH, I haven't seen any of the other candidate except for except for Maria Bakalov who was the girl in Borat I haven't seen Kate Hudson in music I haven't seen Michelle Pfeiffer in French Exit and I haven't seen Anna Taylor-Joy who you might know from Queen's Gambit uh, in the movie Emma I've never seen those Daniel Kaluuya who you might know from Get Out won for best supporting actor in the movie called Judas and the Black Messiah haven't seen it Jodie Foster. Wow, Jodie Foster. One for the Maurit- Mauritanian? Maurit- M-A-U-R-I... What is that word? Mauritanian. Let's go Google that. Mauritanian. I don't know what it means. What? Wait, what is Maurit... Okay. A native or inhabitant of Mauritania. What is Mauritania? Where is that? It's a country in Africa. Ah, okay, okay. So, the Mauritanian. 
to place in Africa. Okay, Jodie Foster won Best Supporting Actress for that. Best Director was also the director of Nomadland, the one with Frances McDormand I just talked about. And her name is Chloe Zhao. That's the name of the director. Aaron Sorkin, who won for The Trial of the Chicago 7, which I talked about on this podcast, which is on Netflix. He won for Best Screenplay. There's a movie I want to watch here that won for Best Foreign Language Film because it stars Steven Yeun. It's called Minari. I, it's out already. I, I'm going to have to find a way to get it. But I'm going to watch that. It looks boring as fuck, though. But I'll watch it for Steven Yeun. It looks like that movie... Uh, Shoplifters, you ever see that? It, it, Shoplifters has like a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. A Japanese movie, very highly critically acclaimed. But I watched that shit. It's so fucking boring, man. It's so boring. It's so boring. So Minari, just from the trailer and from the vibes of the, you know, from the, not just because it's Asian, all right, but I just, I saw the trailer. It kind of looks like that. Uh, Soul won for best animated feature film. I'm so happy and it's well deserved. It's probably one of the best animated movies, like, ever. So well deserved in that case. So Minari, by the way, let's let's look at the synopsis. Uh, a semi-autobiographical take on the upbringing of the director Lee Isaac Chung. The plot follows a family of South Korean immigrants who try to make it in rural America during the 1980s. Okay, so it's nothing like Shoplifters in terms of plot. Maybe just in terms of style. This is more like. Coming to America now. It's more like fresh off the boat, but serious, I'm guessing. I know that's an Asian thing too. Are you just comparing Asian shows to Asian movies, JC? Yes. Sorry. Okay. Uh, there's okay. Uh, Golden Globes also gives, or Golden Globes also rewards television. So let's talk about that. Shit's Creek, best comedy. The Crown, which is on Netflix, I've never seen. Best drama, which beat out The Mandalorian. Uh, I, I know The Mandalorian isn't a great dramatic movie. It's just a great sci-fi show. Uh, best actor is Josh O'Connor from The Crown. Emma Corrin from The Crown also won Best Actress, who played Princess Diana. Oh, okay. Uh, best actor in a comedy is Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso, which I talked about on this podcast on Apple TV. Great show. Such a good show. Feel good show. Go watch it. Ted Lasso. All right. Actress Catherine O'Hara from Schitt's Creek. So she plays the mom. Mommy shit. I forgot her name. Uh, Mark Ruffalo in a miniseries. Uh, I Know This Much Is True. Don't know what that is about. Let's go look it up. Anna Taylor-Joy won for Queen's Gambit. Supporting actress John B- Boyega won for a mini TV sh- movie called Small Axe. And Gillian Anderson, who you might know from X-Files or Sex Ed. One for The Crown. Oh, she's in The Crown as well. The Crown is highly decorated, huh? But that shit, I, I told you, I'm not a big fan of period pieces. Like, really, like, old period pieces. Oh, is it old? One was... No, Princess Diana. That was, like, the 90s, right? So, maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe I could get into it. The Queen's Gambit. One for Best Miniseries or Television Film. Nice. Congratulations to all the winners. Let's go look up. I Know This Much Is True starring Mark Ruffalo... The show takes place in Three Rivers, Connecticut uh, in the early 1990s. Dominic Birdsey, which is played by Mark Ruffalo, Dominic Birdsey's identical twin, Thomas Birdsey, suffers from paranoid schizophrenia. With medication, Thomas is able to live his life in relative peace. Blah, 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 blah. Thinking he is making a, sacri- Wait, thinking he is making a sacrificial protest that will stop the Gulf War. Thomas cuts off his own hand? While at a public library, Dominic sees him through the ensuring decision not to attempt to reattach a hand. 
and makes efforts on behalf to free him from what he knows to be inadequate and depressing hospital. What? So it's a show about identical twins. One has schizophrenia and cuts off his hand. And the story, the show, the miniseries is about the the brother who doesn't have schizophrenia convincing the other brother to not put his hand back on to re- reattach the hand. What the f- I'd have to watch the trailer for this because that sounds like... How can you stretch that to six episodes? What the fuck? Well, I mean, he won, right? Mark Ruffalo won. Who did he beat out? He beat out uh, Brian Cranston, Jeff Daniels, Hugh Grant, and Ethan Hawke. All great actors. So, must have been good. All right. Uh, that's the Golden Globes. Is that it? How long is the podcast? 20 minutes. But 20 minutes full of good content. I'm not just rambling this time. Uh, is that it? Reddit. Should I look at television? Reddit slash r slash television. Televisiones. Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Party Down Limited Series in Development. Oh, what? So there's this show called Party Down, which came out in like 2006 or seven. It stars uh, Lizzie Kaplan, uh, Rob... Fuck, what's his name? God damn it. I forgot his name. Shit, I forgot who else it stars, but it's got the guy, Rob something. Rob by name, then. Adam Scott, sorry, not Rob. Adam Scott. Uh, Jane Lynch from Glee. Uh, coach, coach, whatever her name is. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Martin Starr also is in it. The, the guy from Silicon Valley. So Party Down was a show, and apparently, I'm just reading right now on, on Variety, that they are going to make a limited series because they, they're only two seasons i have both seasons special agent john great show it's great comedy i really enjoyed it it's about a team of caterers who you know they're, they're like struggling act most of them are actors except for the main boss who's just trying to be a, he's like an entrepreneur uh so but they work part-time as as um catering staff for parties so each episode is like a enclosed episodes so there's no overarching story there kind of is like with the characters but there's no main storyline it's just each episode is a new party that they cater to and of course at each party there's new shenanigans for example they have catered to a party where it's like college students running for city council or something like that there's one where they cater to a porn a porn party like a party full of porn executives porn stars uh there's one where they cater to a guy who is actually scamming people out of their money it's like a multi-level marketing party it's really good great show okay so here we go let me just since i gave you a little bit of background uh, i haven't read this yet so this is just information for me the network announced that it is reviving the party with the development development of this upcoming six-part party down limited series implying that the use of reviving implies that the original cast will be returning however at this time no official cast announcements have been made. Oh man, I hope they bring back the OG cast. I want to find out what happens to them because you know, Meju bitin yung ano season two. So Party Down now joins the growing list of fan favorite se- fan favorite series that are seeing new versions. Saved by the Bell and Punky Brewster, which I I know Saved by the Bell. I've never heard of Punky Brewster. Both received the continuation series treatment, while Showtime boasts an upcoming limited series version. Of Dexter, will it still star? Uh, what's his name? The guy with who has cancer. Punky Brewster, by the way, is a show from 1987 to 1988. It's about a young girl being raised by foster parent by a foster parent. Okay, 
Why is it Punky Brewster? Oh, okay, that's your nickname. Penel- Penelope Punky Brewster, okay. Dexter is... That guy has cancer, right? Am I wrong? I'm sorry, that's all I know him for. Dexter and having cancer. Michael C. Hall. Yeah, wait, he has... Does he have cancer? I gotta look it up. Cancer. Yeah, he does. He does have cancer, okay. On Google... Yeah, and Wikipedia gives him his own, like... There's a cancer subheading. On January 13, 2010... Hall's agent confirmed that Hall was undergoing treatment for a form of Hodgkin's lymphoma. Hall said it, it was upsetting to learn. Uh, Carpenter announced that Hall's cancer was in full remission and he was set to get back. Oh, is he still with um, Jennifer Carpenter? Oh, no, they separated. Okay. I, I know that, but it's funny because in the show, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't really watch Dexter, but in the show, Jennifer Carpenter plays his sister like in the show I think right yeah she's the foster sister to Dexter so in the show they're foster brother and sister uh, but in real life they were married or together so it was very pornographic <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> hey step bro help me step brother okay that's it man I, I don't really want to delve into is there any there's nothing Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, wait, wait. Galaxy Quest sequel series. Back on track. Oh my god! Is it gonna star all that? I mean, I rest in peace to Alan Rickman. Have you guys seen Galaxy Quest? That movie is so fucking funny. You have to watch it. I don't think you can get it on Netflix, so find a way. Galaxy Quest is one of the best comedies that I've ever seen. I mean, it's uh, probably in like top 20. It's so good. Galaxy Star co-star, Galaxy Quest co-star Sigourney Weaver. Oh yeah, it stars it stars uh Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, uh Sam Rockwell had a role there. Uh you know Tony Shalhoub, who might you might know from the TV show Monk. So Galaxy Quest co-star Sigourney Weaver said plans for a TV sequel series shelved after the death of Alan Rickman may be back on track. Okay, so I guess they were planning this way back and then of course the, the untimely death of Alan Rickman put it on hold but now it's back on track supposedly so Yun I mean I you can read it's not that many details it's kind of is it speculation Weaver said that it will be the story of the old ancient galaxy questers being brought into the series with another young cast that everyone in galaxy quest would love to participate because it was such a wonderful experience she also called Rickman irreplaceable but noted that they have a very good idea of who to do his part. Oh, are they going to replace him? Oh, Justin Long was in Galaxy Quest as well. I think it was his first movie role. Let's go look that up. Let's go find out. Justin Long. In case you go on Jeopardy and someone asks for the million dollar question, what was Justin Long's first film? Oh, it was? I'm correct. 1999. Galaxy Quest, his first, um, his first film appearance. Go watch it. It's a great movie, Galaxy Quest. Oh, I'm down for the series. Damn, a lot of things being revived, man. We love to live in the past, bro. Friends reunion, Galaxy Quest series sequel, Party Down being revived. Yeah, I'm all here for it, man. Fuck the Gen Z. Just kidding. All right, uh, that's it, man. 27 minutes into the podcast, and I feel like I've done it justice this time around, okay? Have a great rest of your weekend. Message me on Instagram, Tevez of the Best. You can follow my personal Instagram. It's me, JC. It's all linked in the podcast description. And take it easy, okay? Take care of yourself.
and I'll see you all. Say it with me later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.